Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, Life. What is the purpose of life? What gives it meaning? These are some of the greatest questions that humans have wrestled with throughout history. In today's message we find clear answers to those questions in the greatest book in all of history, the Bible. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. You know, when you, when you read the first three chapters of the Word of God and you see God in creation, God doesn't waste any time separating the light from the darkness. But we live in a generation of Americans that doesn't believe in light and darkness, but sort of a, a gray mist, a sort of a twilight, shall we say. And Christians are drifting into it. I'm seeing the 60s all over again. I'm seeing the generation gap. I'm seeing the philosophy question everything. You read the book of Genesis, and that's exactly how the devil approached Eve. He didn't come right out and deny what God said to Eve. He just began to question it. Question, 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 until finally you're questioning the Word of God. Question everything. The big generation gap. The generational arrogance we're seeing again. I was at the gas station the other day pumping some gas. And an old song came on that I remember. And it reminded me of something. It was Norman Greenbaum back in the 70s. And when I die and they lay me to rest, going to go to the place that's the best. When I lay me down to die, going up to the spirit in the sky. That's where I'm going to go when I die. And when I die and they lay me to rest, going to go to the place that's the best. Arrgh. Bouncing around to a rock beat. It's an old song. It'd be comical if it wasn't so sad. But I got thinking about this song, and I got thinking about a generation of Christians now that have immersed themselves in that brand of Christianity. At the time this thing was written and played back in the 70s, it was an anomaly. Now it would be mainstream. Paul said all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable, first of all, for doctrine. You know what's gone out the window in modern Christianity is doctrine. Doctrine is the first thing we should consider when we consider the Word of God, not the last thing. You say, well, preacher, it's just a song. It's just fun. Does it really matter? All right? You tell me if this guy's saved. Never been a sinner. I never sinned. I got a friend in Jesus. I'd say you got a different Jesus than the one I got. Because my friend Jesus pointed out the fact I was a sinner in need of a Savior. Never been a sinner. I never sinned. I got a friend in Jesus. 
So you know that when I die, he's going to set me up with the spirit in the sky. I guess that's the great spirit. Do you know when I got saved, I got convicted about my sin. And I read in 1 John, if I say I've not sinned, then I've made him a liar. You know what we got going on these days? We don't have an emerging church. We've got a submerging church. We got the Rick Warrens and the Brian McLarens and the Tony Campolos and the Rob Bells and the Doug Padgetts and the Tony Joneses. Oh, yeah, and then their prophet, Bono of U2. Yeah, he's the guy they have in for their big conferences. And among other things, we no longer believe in hell because doctrine isn't important. What's important is that we just get along and accept each other and that we judge not, that we be not judged. There's a rise in the acceptance of homosexuality in these quarters. Separation has become a dirty word. I said to you earlier, you don't get through the first three chapters of Genesis before God separates the light from the darkness. And God wants his people to separate the light from the darkness. Or we wind up in the book of Judges where every man does that which is right in his own eyes. This isn't a new problem. Charles Haddon Spurgeon said it in his day. He said, this age of novelties would seem to have discovered spiritual power in brass bands and tambourines. The tendency of the time is toward bigness, parade, and show of power. Jesus said, preach the gospel to every creature. But men are getting tired of the divine plan. They are going to be saved by the priests, by the music, by the theatricals. Well, they may try these things, but nothing can ever come of the whole thing but utter disappointment and confusion. God dishonored, the gospel travestied, hypocrites manufactured by the thousands, and the church dragged down to the level of the world. I'll just let that sink in for a minute. That was in the 1800s. I wonder what he'd write now. Harry Ironside said years ago, he said, the church of God has gone into the entertainment business. People must be amused. And as the church needs the people's money, the church must supply the demand and meet the craving. How else are godless hypocrites to be held together? So the picture show and entertainment take the place of the gospel address and the solemn worship of God. And thus Christless souls are lulled to sleep and made to feel religious while gratifying every carnal desire under the sanction of the sham called the church. And the end, you ask? What an awakening in eternity. From a March 1922 issue of the King's Business, quote, God's appointed order of true worship is always too much for the ungodly. They want a religion of their own choosing. They prefer priests after their own hearts. This was put out in April of 2014, just this year. A man named Chad Holes wrote an article called Progressive Christianity and the Loss of a Moral Center. I'm going to read it to you because it's typical of what's going on today. Now look, if this stuff wasn't going on, I still wouldn't be ashamed to be a Bible-believing preacher. If this stuff wasn't going on, I still wouldn't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. If this stuff wasn't going on, I still wouldn't be ashamed of the King James Bible. 
If this stuff wasn't going on, I still wouldn't be ashamed of old-fashioned Christianity with straight preaching and Bible standards and practice. I'm not ashamed to call myself an independent, fundamental, Bible-believing Baptist. And I'm not trying to hide the fact that this is a church by calling it an experience, a bridge, a happening, or a whatever. I'm not ashamed of that. And if you are, there's plenty of other places to go. Take your pick. As far as I'm concerned, we're going to have a a place for people that want to believe the Bible, and they're not ashamed of old-fashioned, separated, Baptist, Bible-believing Christianity. This guy says this. He says, at this time, three years ago, I was somewhat famous. After writing a blog piece about how I no longer believed in hell, I was released by the United Methodist Church I was serving as a student pastor. My incessant blogging on matters which sought to build my public platform blinded me to the fact that I had a church full of flesh and blood people, people, real people versus pixels, who were losing faith in their shepherd with every word that I typed. My exit from the church gave me everything I thought I wanted. I was invited to do all sorts of radio and TV interviews, was part of a documentary called Hellbound, Don't ask me if it's any good as I haven't seen it. And got to rub shoulders with all the Christian celebrities I had grown to admire. Being asked to speak at various progressive, edgy Christian conferences and camps introduced me to a community where I felt welcomed and at home. I felt I had been abandoned by my evangelical or conservative family, but had found a new one, a new tribe. I thought it was so cool and refreshing to be part of a new church family who didn't judge me for my beliefs or what I did. Having grown up in the holiness tradition with what I perceived to be nothing but rules and regulations, it was quite liberating to now drink it up with various Christian authors and bloggers while at a Christian conference. No one seemed to mind. It was cool to be part of an emerging Jesus movement which celebrated one of its prominent leaders choosing to live with his girlfriend and not marry until all the gay persons had the same right. We would laugh when I drew the dreaded first slot of the day to speak at 9 a.m. at one conference because we joked most of the attendees would be hung over and still in bed. You see, it's not just the music that's changing, folks. It's not just the style of worship that's changing. The crude language and joking which happened around the campfire outside uh, the RV late into the night reminded me of my Navy days where nothing was edited and nothing was sacred. I'd grown up believing that a large part of being a Christian was practicing self-control, being mindful of the words I spoke, taking care of the thoughts I had, and that, that what I did with my body really did matter. But within progressive Christianity, I found a tribe of people who followed Jesus, yet didn't expect anything of me or question anything I said, thought, or did. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message by Pastor DeMichael on the subject of life. The meaning of life is a deep subject, and our loving Creator has addressed it perfectly in His Word. The Bible tells us that man was created to have fellowship with God. Even though that fellowship was broken through our sin, God still offers new and abundant life through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.